Hey, it's White Boy Chris. If the Pat Down's ever made you laugh, then join our Patreon and support us. Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography. Visit misspatcomedy.com for the link to the Patreon, and while you're there, join our Facebook group. Welcome to another episode of the Pat Down. I'm here. I'm here. Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July, y'all. With Chris Spangolang and Dion Curry. <laughs> what up? Yeah, I don't know how the fuck Chris became a daddy before Dion did, but I guess Dion swallowed. The pullout game is strong, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, it, but when you nut and your penis just fall out of a bitch, it's hard to get her pregnant. So that's why Dion don't got no kids. Nigga, please. Guessing it just doesn't <laughs> flop and deflate immediately. No, it does not. <laughs> I gotta reel that bitch in like a fishing pole. <laughs> <laughs> you lost Chris on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned after the music. <laughs> Look at Chris' face. He lost. <laughs> Is he using the bait? <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all. <laughs> you better get up, get out, and tune into this podcast. It's Pat spit the truth, spit the real fact. Nothing but the ugly, classy at the same time. Pat got the flavor. These are not the same lines. Politics, she been on the real grind. It could be pretty but ugly at the same time. Just tune in, put your lock on the spin down. Ain't no need for the wait and turn her up now. What you talking about? Is it real though? And cut the game, you get no play like Nintendo. You waste your time, turn it up, nothing but the ugly. Straight off the top, everything she say, you know it's funny. Full blast, this is taste of the future. Listen on your iPhone or your desktop computer. Share it. Sweetie. Ain't no way to beat it. Nothing but the ugly turn it up and gon' repeat it. I'm a fucking cheap, so motherfucking fat, but I can't stop eating. <laughs> <laughs> what, what you eat? Hey, motherfucking thing I can't. Oh, I ain't gonna do that because I'm chasing my face. Hey, motherfucking thing that I can. Well, anything you're enjoying in particular? Everything. Nigga, I'm a I'm addicted to these motherfuckers, right? Can you see them? Dill pickle lays. Oh, they so fucking good, uh, nigga. Nigga, I, that's part of my motherfucking problem. Nigga, right I, I'm addicted to these motherfuckers. I took one bite. I said, "Oh shit, <laughs> these are the crackhead chips right here." I boy. did something really fat yesterday, and I haven't done it in a long you time. You woke up. You woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Dressed like Nikea. Uh, <laughs> Uh no, it's it's white bread with bologna and ketchup and potato chips. Oh, it's nigga. It's now, nigga, that's some pole cracker shit right now. Yeah, uh, this nigga said, no, said I had a poverty lunch. <laughs> oh, that was more than a poverty lunch. I know y'all been complaining about when the fuck are we gonna stop this? It's it's almost there, y'all. I'm about to paint the fucking podcast house. I'm about to give y'all a tour. I cannot fucking wait. I can't but wait to I see quit, it too. You have to send us some pictures yes so it's i'm almost at the i'm almost wrapping it up the podcast house is next i mean they they about to trim it out this week nice so so the, the floors are down the yeah. bathrooms are done i saw your um and we have some real fucking films and we'll be back together and you know we won't have all this bullshit and yes chris is gonna leave his house once a week he can do without Reagan and the baby once i'm not a coming week. to atlanta once a week that's not we'll I mean, have to figure, once a month. That's you know fine. What I mean, I'll do that. <laughs> uh, who the fuck gonna bring you down here once a week? Yeah. Like I, see you. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Hi guys, where's the ketchup?" <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. This fucking disgusting. Got some uh, old fashioned loaf. Oh, 
That's tasty. What? Old fashioned loaf. It's like, um, I don't even know what's in it. It's a dollar forty nine, so it's not good for you. I know that I know that much, but it's just like you know. I haven't eaten like shit in a while. <laughs> sometimes poor eating is the best fucking eating. <laughs> like sometimes I sometimes really, all the time. <laughs> it is sometimes I go and I crave like that bologna, not the regular bologna that you slice. You know, got the humps in it because you, your mama knife was uh, dull as fuck, <laughs> so you have a thick piece in a thin piece at the bottom of. Vice versa. <laughs> Shit look like a door stopper. You know what I've been eating a lot of? I've been eating a lot of fucking noodles. And I got all these lug handles. I'm so fucking fat. I'm so fucking fat right now. Oh, I just wish I could stick my finger up my ass and make me shit for days. But I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you get a plunger. <laughs> you, you can do a fleet enema. <laughs> But I cannot stop eating chicken noodles. The noodles in the pack. Yeah. The chicken uh, like, flavor. Like ramen. So Jumba introduced me to a fat dish recipe. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you take it and you put an egg in it. Ooh, that, that, at least there's protein in it. Oh, it's so fucking good. And then you can take your meat, like if you're a ham or whatever. I think Erica told me this one. And chop your meat. It's a fucking meal, nigga. You can literally <laughs> some meals. Well, that's like if you get re- real ramen at a ramen restaurant, it's got like pork slices and it's really good. It's not It like- is so fucking good. It is so good. But I hate when my kids make it because I think they're trying to kill me. So they leave all the boiling hot water on the noodles and drop the flavor in that and then come in there and waste the shit on me on purpose. So I said, oh, these motherfuckers trying to kill me. By yeah. unflavoring your noodles. <laughs> yeah, unflavoring and wasting them on me. I think they're trying to keep you alive because the packet has all the sodium. <laughs> the problem with the ramen noodles is the sodium. It's just. Yeah, but that's in everything we eat. So who gives a fuck? Boy, bye. So I got to ask y'all this. I need crack baby, so the party is getting near. I need y'all to buy y'all tickets because we almost at the end of the amount of people that I can have. So I need y'all to um, buy. If you're gonna get your tickets, in a couple of weeks I'm cutting it off. It's no more. I can't. Do you want to give like a far- firm date? Like I don't have a firm date. Yet, I'm saying but- like a cutoff date. Uh, it w- no, I don't, I don't want to do that yet. Okay, I don't. But it'll be. I'm telling you, you need to get your tickets if you're coming because it's almost over. It's almost about to be closed. Same thing with the podcast. And so um, I, I found a venue. Okay, good. Yay. I, and so I, I'm going to say this on the podcast so we can get it straight and you can rewind this. I have a few friends that have Airbnb here. If you know somebody that you're friends with in the Craig Baby group, you can rent the Airbnb and then y'all go. I said, I'm not responsible for this shit. Okay. I'm just I'm gonna put that out there along with the hotel that you can book that's in the area. What I'm trying to work out if you stay in the Airbnb, I'm trying to get you transportation to the party because it's not in the same place. Gotcha. Because if you're gonna drink, I want to make sure you get there safe and get back safe. Well, I can't say safe because you know the fucking car could flip, but at least I want to get you there. Yeah, you you could end up in a car with McDuffin. (laughs) You don't know what'll happen. Yes. So, um, if you're going to get your tickets, make sure you get your tickets. And it's, I had a, a really unique person to design. I cannot wait to show y'all what I did. Last year, 
was a fucking birthday party compared to this. This is more like a wedding. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. You, you so I, I was about to say, we go into Walmart and get our oils. Yes, atmosphere is important, but it's the people, Miss Pat. Do not spend too much money on this. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we don't have a good time. Uh, yeah, go fuck and yourself. And don't forget, uh, it's about characters from the TV show. Best dressed character or the best character comes in Win $1,000. So you could have your whole party and everything paid for. Okay. But give me a week. Sometime next week, I will be releasing the hotel information. The venue, uh, I won't release the venue information to rap before, but I will tell you what area to say. And it is Shamley Dunwoody. I will say that, which is a really nice area. Okay. Where was it? Shamley Dunwoody. Shamley Dunwoody. Okay. Yeah. So um, I, I finally booked the venue. And it's it's gonna be beautiful, but it's remember that it's things, it's characters from. So what I mean by things from TV, if you want to come as Miss Pat, you can come as Miss Pat. If you want to come as Martin, you can come as Martin. If you want to be Lucille Ball, you can come as Lucille Ball. Okay, that's what I mean. So no time period is off limits, just as long as no it's TV character. TV sitcom. I'm sorry, t- sitcom characters, sitcom characters. Because this is all about sitcom, black, white, whatever. Just, you know. So comedy people, basically. It could be it could be a dramedy. Who, who got a dramedy? Name one. Well, if you say sitcom, then people may want to dress up like The Handmaid's Tale. You know, do you want to limit it just to sitcoms? No, they could be, they get, that's, that's TV. You okay. Know, I'm talking about TV, not movies. Right. Come as The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> you might fucking win. Who's going to beat one of them bitches? They wouldn't. They was forced to be nuns. <laughs> <laughs> there may be a few people show. at the party that beat them up. Yeah, but that's my show. So make no, sure. Nobody comes as Miss Pat because I have a feeling that stalker will show up at you. I got a message. You keep eating ramen noodles. You're going to be the same size as her. I got a message. Why'd you block me on Facebook? Why'd you block me on Facebook? Why do you think? You stole oh crack babies. Why do you think? No, and that's not what we do around here. We got to say, uh, I saw a crack baby, a couple uh, that just adopted their first child. Did you see that in the Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Congratulations. What's their names? I'm not sure. I'll go, I'll uh, go yeah. find out, though. Yeah. Yeah, I will say sometimes people will come on and ask, you know, hey, I'm in a tough situation. Can you cash at me money? I will always not approve that. I don't know about the other admins, but, you know, I feel for you. I'm sorry, but I can't verify that story. So you got to message one of us and actually like not give us some say, background information yeah because yeah. i'm well, after, don't after, give me any because i don't got no money yeah I, it, right <laughs> so what fuck are you talking about no s- some people have fallen on hard times and they try to promote their gofundmes in the group or they ask for oh no we that can't type do of that, thing guys. so you uh, heard it from her we can't do that yeah, can't can't approve it not trying to be a jerk I really do feel for you, but where are they? They should be near the top. They there just posted it. Well, we get so many posts now. Uh, here we go. It's PJ. PJ, congratulations on your new black baby. That baby black. <laughs> so no. pretty. Uh, 
It's I don't uh, know if it's a boy or girl. It must be a boy because he got on blue. Yeah, it's a boy. And then okay, it's a boy. our adopted son was born in June and he's doing very well. We made an Insta, so it's at two dads FL on Insta if you want to follow PJ. So congrats to their new little crack baby. Oh, so free beautiful. Congratulations, PJ. Hope to see you at the party with the baby. Bring the party, baby. Bring me that damn baby to the party. He get. Oh, Chris, you got a girl or boy? Boy. Oh, well, no, they can't meet. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can't. I, they got two. I'm not even. Never mind. I, we've been debating that whether or not Reagan mm-hmm. will come and bring the baby or stay, and then I'll go to Atlanta. We, we can't, can't decide yet. We haven't figured that out yet. Get a babysitter. Yeah, but how do we get a babysitter in Atlanta? She breastfeeds, so it's like you can't leave somebody with the kid for like a week. Milk them titties and put them in a bottle. I'm doing everything I can, Dion. <laughs> Got four more weeks, okay? <laughs> that baby will be about five months. It won't be eating like that. It'll be ready for table food. Y'all, oh, I'm sorry. Y'all probably the type of people that keeps the baby on bottle formula to one years old man that baby gonna be sucking reagan's titties till he folk yeah at least (laughs) (laughs) the other day uh we were i was holding him in bed and i was just sitting there and she was walking around topless and the two of us were just following her boobs (laughs) we're both staring at her nipples Uh, like father like son (laughs) she'd kill me if she knew i told that I, I still cannot believe you, 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 somebody father. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Thank you. I didn't, you know, I can see a lot of things in the future, but that was one thing that I did not see. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's the easiest thing in the world to get somebody pregnant most of the time. First, you got to get them on their back, Chris. And I didn't see that happen. <laughs> I'm so fucking happy for you. You're so, you're not, you're not that fragile kitty cat I met five years ago. I'm a fer- I mean, ferocious pussy. tiger now. Yeah, you speaking up, you fighting back, you don't want to hear this shit, you go to your family reunion, you slap your clansman family. You called oh me yelling God. yesterday and I go, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> <laughs> yell back at you now. <laughs> you do yell back at me. And it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. See what happens when you harm it. <laughs> Still harmed. <laughs> Feel bad. <laughs> yeah, life is very good. Life is very good. Everything's going great and, you know. I I wouldn't have imagined six years ago that I'd be where I'm at, you know, in, in life. And uh, we had a, a there's <laughs> there's a crack baby on Instagram, and she messages me and and comments, and uh, she didn't know who Elvis was. And I go, how the fuck do you not know who Elvis was? She goes, I'm 15 and I don't fuck with white people. I go, you're 15 <laughs> years old. Why are you messaging me? Um, <laughs> But she's like, you know, it's really cool to see somebody love their family. And I just, you know, that's one good thing that I love about you, Miss Pat. You, you, you two, Dion, like, you know, we really do love our family. And that's an important part of this. You know, I was talking to my, um, so I'm, I decided to throw a little barbecue. Nothing big because I'm closing, I'm closing up my house. Because, you know, you lobby done went somewhere and did something big. So I said, I'm just going to buy some meat and, you know, have a little barbecue. So I decided to invite my niece, Erica. And then I called my cousin, Boo. And so, um, which is Erica is the niece to my, uh, my kid, my niece, my kids here. That's their sister. So she said, well, who else can come? I said, just you. And so I just had to let her have it today. I said, look, 
I'm tired of trying to please you motherfuckers. I said, the days of me asking y'all to love me is over. I said, all y'all do is talk about me and mistreat me when I did nothing but sacrifice my life. I said, I took care of you when I was 17 years old, when your mom was smoking, I'm sorry, 18 years old, when your mom was on dope, doing pussy, whatever the fuck she was doing. Y'all was headed to the foster home. I was headed to get married and have my own little good life. But I went out and went against what my man said and got y'all to keep y'all from going to the foster home. What do I get in, in, instead? You bitches want to cuss me out. I said, y'all was so wanted to be back with y'all mama so motherfucking bad when I'm the one who fought to, to make sure y'all had a better life. I said, here's the proof. Everybody else got on dope except you. Everybody else had a baby except you. Your sister in jail because your mama taught her how to sell pussy and how to be a bomb ass bitch. And I just told her, I said, I said, the days of you bitches hurting me is over. I said, I don't need y'all in my life no more. I said, mm. you can come to this barbecue and like you got some motherfucking sense and not show up with they motherfucking crackhead mama. Yeah, it's just you're not in a place where you can have drama or want the drama. Like you don't need to no, be around just, people. It's just it's the fact that you no matter how much you go out for my family, you know, you're never going to be good enough. Or they, I was going to, oh, that bitch think she all that because she did some. Uh, what? <clears throat> it's, it's like because I wanted a better life. It's something wrong with me. So was the the breakdown that you wanted, you invited her, but she wanted to bring her sister and you said no. And so she threw a fit about it. Well, the, well, when I, for her to even have the audacity to ask me, can she bring those kids mama around me? My y'all. That you mean the, the kids sick. that you have right now? That their we, mama. That's her sister. Oh, that, that'd be Mind hard on the kids, wouldn't it? Uh, first of all, the, 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 the two youngest don't even know who my, my niece is. Mm. They'd be like, who the hell is our mama? And the older kids said, oh, Auntie Rabbit and Uncle Gary. So, I mean, I've gotten these kids stable for the. She has not seen the, the, the baby since the baby was one of even one wow. when this bitch left. You remember when she did? Yeah. She, she, she did like a thief in the night, bro. <laughs> she's in what? She left, Her she second left grade? the movie early. She ain't even. She ain't even stay for the credits. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> ain't been, yeah. ain't been back since. And she's so been, the, the youngest. Is in what? Second, third, fourth grade now. She going to the fourth. She's ten. She about to be. Uh, she about to be ten in November. Wow. And so I'm like, do you think I'm gonna let her come back over this fucking fake mommy shit? Oh hell to the mother. Did she? She moved back to Atlanta. Yes. Down here selling pussy. So my cousin, my cousin, I mean my my her sister be trying to say, oh, she's doing good. I see this bitch on Facebook. You know, she she her eyesight is so bad that she need she need four pair of glasses on one face. So <laughs> like a cartoon character. <laughs> so I got this bitch some glasses so thick that we put them on a the scale. They weigh at least thirty six ounces. <laughs> so I. Let's take okay. a break. Hold on. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Whether you're dealing with a difficult decision in your career, relationship, or any other area of your life, we all know making a big choice can overwhelm you. You don't have to do it alone. Talking with a therapist can help you move forward with confidence. That's why I'm here to tell you about BetterHelp Online Therapy. Helps you find what you want out of life so you can make the rims and be in charge of your future. To get matched with a therapist, just fill out their online questionnaire. BetterHelp is totally online so you can meet wherever, whenever is convenient for you. 
You don't have to feel so overwhelmed all the time. Talk with a licensed therapist to get clarity about the past and hope for what to come. Let therapy be your map. With BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com slash PatDown today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash PatDown. BetterHelp dot com slash PatDown. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at www.betterhelp.com slash PatDown and get on your way to being your best self. It was crazy how she left. Was it in Indy or was it in Atlanta? It was in Indy. You talking about my niece? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I got, so let me tell you what I did for her. I picked her up. You know, I used to tell a bit about it. I picked her up. The baby was two weeks old when I, when I got the baby and her and all the kids. I got them. They were homeless, living in a hotel, just got put out. So I put them in the car one Christmas, brought them back to my house, you know, and I, and I remember saying, you know, God, I really don't have time for this shit. You know, I have time for this shit. I don't know why you tricked me to see these people knowing I'm going to feel sorry for them. And I always tell about the story where he whispered in my ear and say, take care of these kids. I got you. I set her up. I go out and I buy her kids all these clothes. And the kids thought their name was Yo-Yo. I said, your fucking name ain't no goddamn Yolo. Wow. And when she said, what's your name? Yolo. Your name is fucking Yolanda. So their speeches were so bad. When they got to kindergarten in Plainfield, you know, the counselor worked with me. They put them in speech therapy. I put them at seven. I put them in, uh, first I put them in um, tutoring. So once he died, I put them in seven learning center. I spent over probably. Your tutor died? Yeah. Your animal was happy. <laughs> <laughs> of course you not no the tutor died you remember him <laughs> I, I thought they just graduated that nigga died god damn <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so fucking, that's not nice <laughs> you said it so casual I didn't know the nigga was gone so after he died I put him in civil learning center I spent over $60,000 at civil learning center because they had never went to like daycare. She had never worked with them. All they did was just saw her sell pussy. So then I had to put them in counseling. And then on, after all of that, um, you know, trying to get them back on track, you know, I spent, we spent three summers at Seven Learning Center. They went at seven the whole year round, not for one subject, y'all, all fucking subject. Hmm. Cause that, but cause I had gotten the other two when they were so young, they was able to get pre carry they was able to get the tutoring and all of that stuff. So that's why they on track. But them first two, they struggled like a motherfucker. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I helped my niece with that. I got her. She signed up for, um, um, you know, housing. God was so good. That shit came in within six months down the street, not far from me. I bought a brand new motherfucking car. Then I did. Mm-hmm. Taught the bitch how to drive. Got, let me tell you something. And I'm not exaggerating. I took her to the dentist. They pulled 18 teeth. We only got 32 teeth. Holy I don't cow. even know where they were getting the rest of them teeth at. Out of her mouth. <laughs> they had to have been pulling them out of her ass. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot. Uh, when I tell you, this bitch has smoked so much dope to the, the teeth. The, the teeth were down to the bone, and the bone were down to the gum, and the gum were down to the brain. So, <laughs> I got... I got all her teeth pulled. I got her four pair of glasses because that's what she need on top of each other. Did you get her new teeth? No, nah, she ran out before I could do all that. But they was all in the back. It was all rotted and all of that. So, you know, I helped her, got her a job, 
up there with Nakia. She she made supervisor, make like $25 an hour. Well, next thing I know, I started hearing this shit. People calling me and hitting me up. Your niece had a job sucking dick. Oh, what? No. At work. So come to find out she had been got fired, but were telling me every night she was running off with going to work. I had gotten fired for sucking dick on the job. Was this at the uh the place across the street? That he that like he worked at before you left? No, 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 no one <laughs> All right, okay. I was like, no, no. She was working at a uh, a bakery. Okay, <laughs> a bakery. <laughs> I mean, if it had been the jail, that would have been <laughs> toothless. Come cream fill these donuts. <laughs> She's the reason why I stopped eating them donuts at Walmart. <laughs> okay. So then she got a job at Walmart. Then she got a job at the baker that paid her more. Well, I know you just run into her like a year ago. At... Oh, no, I did not. She didn't see me. Oh, she didn't see you. Okay. Yeah. No, she was selling pussy and I rolled right by and blowed at her. Mm. Yeah, before I moved back to Atlanta. So now I said, after all this shit I've been through, you think I'm going to let this bitch come back in their lives? Yeah. Please tell me if I'm wrong. Everybody, don't, let me tell you, just because you gave birth to something, don't make you the mother. Yeah. Just because you shot sperm in a bitch don't make you the father. It's more than just carrying a baby. To make that human being, to see that human being blossom into something. I told, I said, I said, I told my niece today, I said, everything I try to protect y'all from, y'all, your mama gave to you because that's what my mama gave to me. My own mama would let nigga mess with Maypop when she was little. I said, y'all ain't touching me. They told me at Smokey the Bear Bandit at school, people don't supposed to rub on my little pussy. <laughs> I'm not going to laugh at that. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Only you can stop niggas from rubbing your little pussy. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You know, back in the day, they used to tell you, they used to have a wusser. So if somebody touch you, you blow the wusser. You don't remember that? <laughs> no, they didn't do that at Plainfield. They should have. They did dare. <laughs> Told us not to do drugs. No, that was way before. That was way before. So if anybody messed with you, you would blow a wusser. Back in the day, they gave that to you. So, and they would teach you, these are your parts. Nobody is to violate you. So I say, and then they would teach you back in the day, it was not there. It was a smoke. What's the man to keep you, the forest fires from going, smoking the, smoking smoking the, the bear. bear. Yeah. So yeah. smoking the bear would tell you, don't do drugs and don't let them just stick your thumb in your ass. <laughs> so I used to tell them, smoking the bear said, y'all can't touch me. <laughs> I thought that was MC Hammer. <laughs> you can't touch this. But that's the Force Fires. So my mom was just tricking, tricking us out. That's what she did. And then on top of all the other motherfuckers who molested me and got away with it. So I'm like, no. And my one thing I said when I gave birth to Ash, I said, you will not go through what I went through. I don't give a fuck how young I am. One thing I know, ain't nobody going to violate you. And I've told this story a hundred times. One thing I'm proud of myself of is when Ashley said she went to college and she said, mama, all my friends got molested. Do you think that maybe you told her too often that men shouldn't touch her? <laughs> yeah, probably so. Yeah. I say that made her gay. But one thing I was proud of myself is when she went to college and she said, all of her friends had been molested. She said she kind of felt bad because she didn't have a molestation story. <laughs> so I was like, I did my motherfucking job. Now, what she do with her pussy now, that's on her. That's her pussy. 
But to just let a creepy nigga or a creepy bitch touch your pussy, well, I didn't even want to touch your pussy when it grow hair. These motherfuckers right here got hair on their pussy. My little... My little motherfucker needs okay. to Don't Natalia grace her here. Just, <laughs> we don't need to know that. <laughs> say, is she from Ukraine? <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Did you watch? Tell me you watched that documentary. What you want? The when they adopted that little girl who was a grown woman but was a little girl. So here's an update. <laughs> the, the, I gotta go watch it. You gotta watch it. it they're from Indiana. The, the the dad the dad in it is like the uh, Indiana Tiger King. She is. Working a fireworks stand, I think in Greenfield. So the local news just reported that she's working with her new dad at a fireworks stand in a Walmart parking lot. So you can go get a selfie with her, Dion, if you want. I'm staying the fuck away from that creepy little kid <laughs> woman. I, I still don't know if she's a kid or an adult. I, that shit was so weird. I felt like they proved that she was actually an adult. I th- I thought she was an adult. So did they oh, no, not kid, know I mean. she was an adult? So basically, long story short, they b- adopt this girl from the Ukraine. I know who, you told me that. Who doesn't speak any Ukrainian or Russian. They bring her back and give her a bath, and she's got full pubic hair. And then she like, starts talking about how she wants to kill everybody. She ends up getting put in a mental institution, and she's trying to fuck all the male staff. Uh, so they send her home. Then they get her her own apartment, and meanwhile, she's like three, four feet tall, um, and they basically emancipate her and say, oh, well, we changed, they change her birth date to like being 22, because then they don't legally have to look after her. Then they're moving to Canada, so they like ship her off to Lafayette, so they never have to see her again, and basically abandon her, and all the CPS and all these different people are going, no, this girl's actually probably like 12, 14. Um, and can't do anything for herself. So they found out the legal age that you could not take care of somebody with special needs in Indiana and then just claim she was that age and then abandon her. Um, but like the whole thing, but then like she's terrorizing a neighborhood. They put her in an apartment in Carmel and like she's like stalking all the neighbors. It was Westfield, but Westfield, whatever. <laughs> so it was, it's a ride. Every single episode is crazy. Then the mom is like, I don't know. The worst. The worst human being, and she's doing her own series now. (laughs) She was trying to get a little person to fuck her little person daughter. That shit was insane. He was trying to... (laughs) The craziest part of this documentary is when you meet the little person that she is trying to pimp her little person daughter out to, and she is sending news to this little person, he's like, yeah, I got the biggest dick in the room. You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) It's insane. The whole thing is insane. I gotta go watch it. I've watched it twice. I'm gonna watch it a third time. It's it's just bizarre. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I've been going through. So I'm I'm doing a barbecue. Um, you you are totally right in keeping her away from those kids. That will open up I'm, so many issues for them that so is many issues. if she were if she were repentant and stable and maybe yeah, th- you could have that good. conversation, but no. no. My sister just had an aneurysm in her head. Oh no. She Shoot. got a wig with a fucking cutout top in it so her stitches can breathe. And she's still smoking crack. How the fuck? She just had a blood clot on her lungs. I don't know what the fuck crack got in it, but it's everlasting. <laughs> you know, like those old timey pajamas with the flap in the back? <laughs> For her wig? That's what I was picturing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she got. I'm like, bitch. 
No. <laughs> uh, no. I, I have to agree with Chris. It's good for you to keep them kids away yeah. from her because it's nothing but trauma. She's not at a point where there's any healing to be done. Yeah. Just more questions than answers. So, uh, yeah, they, 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 I, I'm right there with you. First thing my 10 year old said, why she look like that? Why her teeth that? Why, why, why she so ugly? Why she, what's wrong with this woman? Then my mama, I don't got time for all that shit. Yeah, I just love that, like, you built your house and your grown kid, like, you want your grown kids around, like, it, like, it's coming down and visiting you. It's such a family atmosphere, not just your own family, but also, like, the people around you, like Jasmine, Quisha. I don't know. It's it's a good vibe. Like I I realized it when we did that thing in L.A. It's like she's built her own family, like her own group of people. You got complimented by the production people. Like I don't know. It's it's such a good vibe. Like I you know, and the fact that you've come as far as you have, and like it's a miracle when you hear these stories about how your mom was. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Y'all not molesting my children. Y'all not taking them through that. They're stable. They happy. They they too bougie. I should take them on a field trip over there just so they, you know, <laughs> get some of that shit back in them. But I'm not fucking with our church folks. used to do that. Our church used to take us on field trips to like nursing homes, to and like to Carol, and you it just it's like scared straight suburban edition. <laughs> you know what she should have did? What? She froze. I think. I think. No. I no. think some boy who hit you up hit me up too. Somebody named Jonathan. They fifteen. No, this is a girl. She's super nice. It's just funny because I thought she was an adult, and I'm like, I can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's that's what I'm going through right now. So, but main thing is I get this podcast studio up, get this house going. Um, and, you know, f- fun shit like that. So. What kind of meat did you get for the barbecue? Uh, ribs, chicken, nigga shit, you know. Ribs, macaroni, cheese, devil eggs, sausage, hot dog, hamburgers, you know, baked beans, just cooking shit like that. We're going to swim and go by the pool and um, just have fun. You, nobody going to Lake Lanier to die this year? <laughs> no. Nobody, I was going to go out to Lake Lanier, but no, I'm not going out there. I'm I was trying to close my house up, so that shit ain't easy. Man, let me tell you, humps in the flow, all kind of little shit I've ran into, but but it's almost there. It's almost there. I, was saying, I should be in that bitch by October, September. I was saying to Reagan, I was like, I can't wait for her house to be done, because it's like, every time you get some free time, you're over there with the house. Jasmine said you were meeting with the meteor guy, so you're late for the podcast. I don't, she had a misspelling, but... There's always uh, someone you're meeting with. with. For the movie theater. Uh, okay. There's just always something. <laughs> so a lot of the stuff that I took out of the old movie theater I had. Yeah. Um, as far as the speakers, I kept them because they cost a lot of fucking money. And so, um, and, you know, they always trying to convince you to buy more. Right. So I had a stream at 108. It was at 100. My stream was 108. But the room that I built is too big. I need like a 125. Hmm. So I do have to buy another a new stream. So um, that's the shit. So a new I what? Stream. 
you know, what you what you showed a movie on, not a projection. A screen. Screen, yeah. Screen. <laughs> Too bad that Tudor man died. Gariana <laughs> 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 hated the Tudor. <laughs> What'd she do to why'd she hate him? I don't know why she hated Jared. She just did not like him. So I, I hate a white man. I hate any man with hair on his legs. That's a man. That's every man. That's every man. (laughs) She just hated him. She fucking hated him. And he knew it too. She he tutored her uh, all through high school. Uh, How long ago did he die? He had gotten real sick, and his wife left him. But come to find out he was a jerk. He was mean. He was talking to her any kind of way. Very verbally abusive. And he seemed like such a nice Christian white guy. And then when she she (laughs) left him, the stories I heard, I was like, Jared? Yes, Jared. He wasn't affiliated with Subway, was he? (laughs) (laughs) No. That's another one you got to watch. That documentary is. He's never getting out, is he? No, 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 no. No. So I met him twice. I met him when I worked with Smiley here in town, and then I met him at Bob and Tom, and he came in one morning, and we had this guy on staff, Jeff Vibbert, who works at Barstool Sports now. And Jeff at the time was like very skinny, very young-looking, kind of a twink-looking guy. Jarrett walked past me, said, hey, how are you? All right, bye. Walked right into Jeff's office and stood there for 20 minutes, chatted him up, got his phone number. <laughs> He he was he was a creepy. He made dude. a pass at you. He, Jeff Vibber. <laughs> Jeff is the sweetest little kid. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. He reminded me of that the other day. He came into my office afterward. He goes, I think Jared from Subway just hit on me. <laughs> that but he he apparently got close to Jared from Subway got close to this like DJ in Florida, and then they're doing some filming someday, and he like leans over and he's like, I want to tell you a secret. I love little kids. And she's like, Oh, I thought it was a joke. And he's like, No, really. And then so she starts like taping him and recording him. It's the craziest story. I think it's on HBO Max. She's the one exposed him. Yeah. But and but you know what? It was chatter about him before. Mm Mm-hmm. It was chatter about him before, but but they even they even they even said Subway ignored it. Well, they get the his manager got arrested, and then they were like, "Well, hope it's all good." But it's yeah, it's I need to watch. You said it's on HBO. Yeah, it's it's also based in Westfield. So if you live in the Westfield, Indiana, watch your kids. <laughs> I I was living in Indiana the day they locked him up. That shit was wild. The FBI came in in the middle of night. You can tell they caught him off guard. You can tell he had no idea that he was being investigated. They're making this DJ, the FBI is making this DJ like have all these horrible conversations. And then he like is giving her instructions on how to groom her kids and they're not doing anything. So this woman goes to the local police department to file a complaint against the FBI uh, and on Jared. And that's what got the ball rolling because they were dragging their feet. I mean, it was just like... But she called the FBI first. Yeah, and for years they were, like, gathering evidence, but they didn't do anything until finally she got... She's like, I can't mentally handle doing this anymore. And somebody's got to do something, but... So I'm, she played like she liked kids, too. Yes. So she was going to invite him down for a birthday party, and that was the, like, the trap, basically, that they could use to then say, oh, he, he acted across state lines, and then they could arrest him. 
um, because they needed some probable cause. You know, having those but conversations. That's not what they got him. The conversation what got him to record it. Yeah, that's how they got interested. And, and porn. And the porn. Because yeah. he was sharing the porn with other famous people. What he got trapped with is he, the dude that got arrested, his charity advisor sent him a, a picture. And the FBI guy in, the, in there goes, if he had said, hey, don't send that to me, we probably would have been suspicious. But then he like was lusting about it. And that's when we started looking into him. So that was like the beginning of it. And then they found this DJ woman. Yeah, I will be watching was... that as soon as I get off this podcast. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> she the one sound the whistle. She the one blew the whistle on him. She went to parties with him. I wouldn't be surprised if he was in that Einstein shit. Einstein, what's his name? Uh, Epstein. Oh, Epstein. Epstein yeah. shit. Yeah. He probably went to those parties too. But you know the craziest shit? Let me say this. That his wife did not know. Mm-mm. And he had kids of his own. And the craziest shit to me is when they sentenced that motherfucker, he had the audacity to say, well, I will never see my kids again. <laughs> and the judge said, well, think about how many kids' lives you want. Yeah. I said, you got the audacity to say you won't ever see your... That's probably the best shit ever. Yeah. And I hope they took all his money and gave it to her. And he fucked it up for all fat people. Now, uh, Subway think all fat people are pedophile, and they're never going to give us another job to lose weight on their sandwiches. The new pedophile sandwich. <laughs> the Pedif- toasted bun. Pedophiles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I, knew, I knew somebody that worked at that Subway, because you know, it was Bloomington, which is an hour south of here at IU. He apparently was the creepy... He would like send mm-hmm. all the girls that worked there creepy messages... He would hit on them, but he was like real stalkery. And so it was not a good experience that he lived above that subway for the girls that actually worked there. Yeah, he, he, when he lost that weight, how did he, how did Selway find him? They talk about that. I can't remember, but they do talk about that in the documentary. They like, he went on a local TV show, which got a magazine article. And then I think like they saw it. So then they started doing like, you know, and then it, I mean, he was f- super famous for 10 years and they had like, he was traveling the world and he was on all these TV shows. And the, you know, that it's like, the, uh, did you, have you watched the Netflix documentary about the radio and TV DJ in Britain who got put in control of a hospital for kids with mental disabilities and uh, forget don't, his don't name. Don't tell me he fucked the special kids. Yes. It's horrific. He, he was like the most famous dude is it Jeffrey, Jeremy? He was like the most famous Jeffrey, guy. Jeffrey, I always do it. Yeah. <laughs> but he was this British DJ who was the most famous DJ in British history. And there's like all this footage of him going, well, somebody should put me in jail, or aren't you a little sweet cheeks? Like, And there was the same thing with Jared. There's like all this footage of him like telling on himself where he's at these schools and he's like, aren't you just cute? It's like... It's just so plainly obvious when you look back and like review the footage on these guys. Uh, yeah, no thanks. I can't. I don't. That's why you know. I don't let my kids Girl Scout, Boy Scout. You just you know, like I when I used to play uh, Wichita, um, it was a Louis being there, and you remember the killer, the B two K killer was out of there. Yeah. You remember him? Mm-hmm. So one of the black guys worked for me. I mean, who opens, he used to be a comedian. He used to open up there. 
And he opened for me and he was like, uh, we was talking about the beat. I said, I was scared to come here because at the time I was like barely headlining, you know, when you do the shitty clubs first and they would put you in the condo. And I was so fucking scared of the B2K kill, even though he was in jail, just the history of that town. Yeah. And so I'm talking to him one night. And he was like, um, yeah, that was, he was my, he was my boy scout leader. Oh my God. I said, what the fuck you mean? He said, oh, he said. His son was a Boy Scout, and he would take us in the wood, set us up to camp, go kill somebody, and come back. That is wow. crazy. That's what he told me. He said, now that I think about it, like he would leave them in the woods. He was a Boy Scout leader. And he said they assume he would go off and kill somebody and come back. Because he'd be gone for hours. And he worked for the, the local power company, or he worked the park and recreation or something. Mm. And the first people he ever killed was he broke in the house of Mexicans and they thought it was a joke, remember? And he mm-hmm. tied them up and cut their throats. Oh my gosh. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't remember it's, this. It's a, it's a famous case, yeah. Yeah, the B2K killer. He did it for years. And the way he got caught was a fucking floppy disk. <laughs> really? Yeah. He sent in, he wrote a letter or something and sent it to the FBI. They stuck it in the floppy disk, and at the time, they could tell what computer it was written on or some shit like oh, that. Oh, wow. Something like that. I don't have it down word for word, but something like that. Nigga yeah, got that- caught by Oregon Trail. Hmm? Yeah, he got caught by Oregon <laughs> Trail, he said. <laughs> it was Oregon Trail. So when we were kids, like when you were in school, you have these big Apple IIs, and they give you, uh, you could play games like in the computer lab, and they give you a floppy disk of Oregon Trail. It's the only floppy disk I can remember that and, you know, Windows 95. Are you reading it, Jim? Yeah, so between 1974 and 1991, he killed 10 people in Wichita City and Park City, Kansas, and sent taunting letters to police and media outlets describing the details of his crimes. Like he wasn't going to get caught, like he was the shit. Then he sent more letters... In 2004, leading to his arrest in 2005, he is currently serving 10 consecutive life sentences at El Dorado Correctional Facility. And mm. they thought he was dead because he had stopped killing for a while. This nigga looked like, um, what's the name of that? The Breaking Bad guy. Yeah, Walter White. He has yeah. like a very Midwestern dad look. Yeah, kids too, and a wife. And Oof. the boy would tell me the story how he was friends with the son and they was Boy Scouts together. And that was his camp leader, the daddy. When I was, he was a, in the Air Force. When I was a kid, my dad had this guy that worked for him named Mark. And he called off suddenly one night. And there we had, had this serial killer in town called that like all these gay all these gay guys would go missing from clubs. And his name was Gary Baumeister. I think it was Gary Bauermeister, I know it was the last name. And he picked Mark up, took him back to his house in the swimming pool, tried to kill him in the swimming pool. Mark was a big dude, beat him up, escaped, and was one of the people that helped like identify that this guy, you know, and so one day... The guy who worked with y'all? Yeah, the guy that worked for my dad was like one of the few people that got away from this guy and was helped testify but the way he got caught is his daughter was out playing in their yard and they had like a big house in like Westfield or Carmel. Um, 
and she brought in a human skull. And he tried to play it off like, oh, this is just, you know, part, I just, my dad was like a doctor or a dentist or something, and I just used to bury his play skeletons in the backyard, so that's all this is. <laughs> and the wife was already suspicious, and she called the police and turned him in, and then it was like all this confluence. He's like some big-time investor with a ton of money, and he killed like 20 people, 18 people, and had buried them all in his backyard, and it was his daughter that actually ended up getting him caught. Jesus Christ! Oh, he didn't get caught after he raped the big guy at your job. I don't, I don't know the whole timeline. <laughs> I just remember like being twelve and my dad telling me the story. Nowhere in that story did he say anybody got raped. <laughs> no, he fought him off. <laughs> no. This is a time when you didn't want to go to the police and say, "Hey, I was at a gay club." I mean, so. <laughs> And my dad was like, you were at a gay club? <laughs> but he's like, I don't get it, but he's a nice guy and he shows up on time. But yeah. My third grade teacher was a, uh, was a pedophile. He got caught with the music teacher at a Target. Wait, how old was well, the music teacher? Pedophile? He, the music, they were both in their 40s. Oh, okay. Late, early 50s. What did, how did they get caught? Doing what? They was making out in the Target and got caught. This was well, the early 90s. So yeah, Gay like, wasn't... Why you think he was a pedophile? Because he... I will never forget this. This nigga used to have us sit on his lap. It was me and three other boys in the class. He would always have us sit on his lap and he would put his hands down our shirt, be rubbing our backs. And I remember I had the smell of coffee. This nigga used to drink coffee all the fucking time. And he, he would unbutton his shirt and his little chest hairs would be hanging out. He'd be breathing in your face. Rubbing your back, talking about, yeah, you're a good student. This shit was creepy as fuck. Oh, no. I didn't know it at the time, but now that I look back, I'm like, this motherfucker was grooming us big time. Yeah. Me and three other three other kids. He got called at Target making out with the music teacher. They both got fired. That's crazy. Was a music teacher everybody was gay? The music teacher was like flaming gay. I don't know how anybody didn't know he wasn't gay. But my third grade teacher. I didn't know. I didn't know. Just seemed so like a nice old man. Fired? You can't. You can't fuck. Or uh, did it make the news? It made the news. Yeah. Oh. Apparently, he had been touching kids for years. I bet when he got caught and it got in the news, other people came forward because you know that happens. Well, I didn't know how to say this, but FYI. It's a lot of creeps out there. It is, and you have, that's why you have to protect your kids and protect yourself, too, because you just, you just, I don't trust nobody. I don't even, as much as I like to eat, you can, you're not going to date rape me in a sandwich. You, I'm not having it. I'm not eating what you give me. I don't even, I don't even like Uber Eats, because I'm scared they want me to eat that shit and fall asleep, and then they come back in here. <laughs> so, you just got to protect yourself, and please protect your kids. Listen to them, but pay attention to them. If they're not talking, is a reason when they was already talking before. Our four- I always ask your kids every day. Anybody touch your pussy? Anybody touch your asshole? <laughs> That's like that. Don't don't say anybody touch your garden. Fuck a garden. Anybody touch your pussy? My anybody f- touch your asshole? My four year old last kid. week goes. All right, now you're going out by yourself. Make sure you don't get taken. Reagan's been working on her. <laughs> And I go, I'm too fat to get taken. She goes, what? 
I go, I'm way too fat to get taken. And she started howling, laughing. <laughs> I think about that. I bet I think about that once a month. You talking about how you're too fat to steal. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so protect you me and be honest with you. Can anybody touch your pussy? Don't tell them it's a papa, it's a tan nanny, it's a pecan butter, it's a pussy. <laughs> anybody touch your booty? And before I, before we go, I gotta tell you, I mean, so I just <laughs> discovered this guy. He was on the boondocks and they did a special in jail. And he's like, I like booty. Booty warrior. <laughs> oh, booty that warrior. shit came across my page. I said, what the fuck is this? The boondocks did a skit by Fle- me. Fleece Johnson. Look up oh, Fleece he's Johnson. He's married now. He's married to a lady. He said, but she know I still like booty. I, I want like, some booty. He said, booty is good. <laughs> booty was more important than that. <laughs> Food we can too. do this the easy way or the hard way. I tell you, I like you and I want you. Now the choice is yours. <laughs> oh, I see you want to do this the hard way, Chris Spangle. <laughs> All right. I think I got it. You tell me if I this just, is right. Yeah. This is the boondocks episode. Just got out of the shower. There's some juice on the table. Mm-hmm. Take your time. You want to explain to me what you're doing here? I came looking for booty. <laughs> you came looking for sex with an underage boy? Oh, no. I-, I ain't come looking for no little bars. I ain't got no milk, no cookies, nothing. I came looking for man's butt. A man's butt? Excuse me? Oh, I know who you are, Chris Hansen. But see, I, I calls you Chris Hansen. I watch your TV show all the time. So you can go ahead and bring in them cameras and them police is waiting outside. It don't make me no difference. Now, I tell you what, I like you, and I want you. Now, we can do this the easy way, or we can do it the hard way. The choice is yours. Well, I don't think you and I will be doing anything any kind of way. Okay, I I see you choosing the hard way. (laughs) Okay, cut. This isn't working. Someone get this guy. Well, give me a little backstory, Chris. <laughs> they did a Dateline or like one of those, you know, CNBC type jail shows where they go in and interview inmates and whatnot. And they interviewed uh, Fleece Johnson, and he was talking to the camera like, "Yeah, we like butt round here." You know, <laughs> he just if you super- Google his name, you'll see him. The Dateline. I had never heard of him before. He came down my tape, my timeline, and I was like. Oh, my fucking God. He got out of jail like maybe 10 years ago. And he recently just posted a new interview where he was talking about he's married, but he still wants booty. <laughs> yeah, look at his new interview. All right, I'm he looking said, it up. <laughs> he said, I had that for her. She know I like booty. Booty's good. I'm married and I'm never going to cheat, but I still miss booty. <laughs> okay, I think I found it. <laughs> <laughs> this fella yeah, here. All right, here we go. <laughs> That's what I miss. Booty. Nigga, <laughs> the first piece of uh, sex I had was booty. Don't forget, I went into prison, man. I was in jail at 14. Turned 15 in jail. Hit prison at 16. I growed up in the penal system. Ain't never had the first American conversion, as you can call me. But when I got introduced to some booty, hey, 
He, he made me want booty. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want no booty. <laughs> he made booty sound like it's a meal on a five-star restaurant menu, nigga. Don't you want some booty, Dion? <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> Here's the original. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, that's I'm going to tell you what. Uh, I like you, and I want you. And uh, uh, we can do it the easy way or the hard way. So the choice is yours, right? <laughs> <laughs> they always say yes. <laughs> and with that said, I'm going to say yes. Make sure y'all get y'all ass out here to see me. Go to misspackcomedy.com. Huntsville, Alabama. You up this weekend, baby. I'm on my damn way. Uh, what is it? What's the date? July 7th and 8th. Oh, Huntsville, oh, July 7th and 8th. This weekend, I'll be in Huntsville, Alabama at Stand Up Live. Funny Bone, Omaha, Nebraska. July 21st through the 22nd. July 28th through the 29th, Orlando Improv. August 4th through the 5th, the Funny Bone, West Des Moines. Move, motherfucking fly. Damn. I'm finna hit this nigga. What? I'm sorry. What's going on? A fucking fly. And this nigga mean. <laughs> and make sure you get your tickets to your girl done made it at misspackcomedy.com. Um, all my tickets and everything is there. Go to my website to get your tickets for the party. So make sure you get your tickets for the party because I'm about it's, hey, it's about over. It's almost sold out. Uh, with that said, make sure you listen to me every morning on V103 here in Atlanta. Go get the Odyssey app to listen to me. And I appreciate you guys. I love you. Keep listening to The Pat Down. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of The Pat Down. Make sure you check out my website at misspatcomedy.com for all of my social media, my tour dates, my book. Make sure you spread the word about my podcast. Please rate and review. Please rate and review and share. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I've been Miss Pat.